It's a nice day for a white wedding. This week on The Swear Wolves, the wedding bells are ringing as we discuss The Bride of Frankenstein and Bride of Reanimator. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, it by the time this airs, we'll be in May, right? Mm. Is that what we just said? We just said it like five minutes ago. <laughs> like, I think yeah, that this sounds is going to air, right? We're yeah, recording yeah. this in April. I have been smoke-free by the time this airs for like a month. <clears throat> <laughs> As you cough. For a month. That's impressive, man. Congrats. And you quit cold turkey. Cold turkey. Just how many years did you smoke? Well. Since I was five years old. <laughs> yeah. Secondhand smoke? Birth. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I will say this. I started smoking my first cigarette and like my first. I started smoking. Um, <laughs> now listen here. <laughs> Gather around, kids. I've been smoking for 30 years. I was 14. Dang. Oh, so and you that, had like your first cigarette? When I had my first cigarette and like I bought my first pack of cigarettes. Like I didn't buy it. Some kid that was my age but looked older bought them for me. <laughs> some kid with a mustache. Yeah. Some kid with <laughs> a little, little peach fuzz. <laughs> like, hey, you buy cigarettes? Here? Yes. And we all thought it was because he looked older and it was just because the person behind the counter didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that was 14. And uh, so that was uh, nearly 30 years ago. Wow. And to go cold turkey, that's impressive, man. And I will say this too. And I've been smoking over the past year because of the pandemic, because I've been working from home. It's a lot easier. You smoke a lot more. Just to go outside and have a cigarette than it is to like do it at an office. Yeah. And um, and I used to hide it from people I work with. Not like anybody who didn't know. Like they unless they had no sense of smell. <laughs> You'd be outside or something, you just cough and like just smoke comes out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Like, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I was up to a pack and a half a day. Yeah. And you remember during the election, I smoked like two packs <laughs> you were that like night. You chain smoking then. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, anyway, uh, point being is, yeah, so I gave it up. Cold turkey. That's awesome, man. Dropped it. You feeling good? Uh, I feel okay. I, You're like, shut the fuck up. I'm so angry. <laughs> there was a couple instances, and uh, uh, there have been a couple instances, and it hasn't been a month yet. It'll be a month when this is when this drops, so don't congratulate me yet. But um, <laughs> but. But it's been a week and a half, which yeah. is still, you know, 10, 11 days uh, is what it's been. And there's been instances like driving up here today where I was like. Things that you associate I with smoking. I normally would like, yeah. oh, at this, when I got onto this freeway, this is normally where I'd light up a cigarette. And this is normally where I would do this. And I Did you weep? A little tear came down. Yeah. No, I just chewed two pieces of gum on the way up here and I was fine. <laughs> 
You're like, I just got really angry and yelled. Yeah. No, I have. Well, I have been. But I'm, I'm just an, <laughs> I'm an angry person in general. Like, the littlest of things piss me off. Like, I think we said on a previous episode, like, the Donald Duck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's me. Yeah. Hey, so, enough about me. He's delightful. Yeah, like, we both get angry. Don't wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it, it does show you, like, how much of it was out of sheer boredom, though. Yeah. How much of my smoking was out of sheer boredom. Because now, like, I'm reading a lot more. Nice. I know. It's like, like, I'm so smart now. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, but I'm, I'm more smarter now. <laughs> but it's like, I got to I preoccupy my time and I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. Because normally I would go outside and I would play like games on my phone and listen to like podcasts yeah. or radio. And w- while smoking. While smoking. And uh, now I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. And I don't want to sit here and play these games because fuck, that's yeah. kind of boring. And you just knit. Yeah, you got to do I some knit. of your hands. You crochet. I knit. I should take up. Make me some socks. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas presents. Give me a kick-ass sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so that's what I've been up to. Yeah, congrats, man. That's a, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Um, I'm so proud. <laughs> proud papa. <laughs> you know something? I will marry you. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of marriage, when's your anniversary? What month? May. This month. There yeah. you go. The 13th. May. May 13th. We got married on a Friday the 13th. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, and so for your anniversary this year, you're going to be in separate places? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's going to LA for her sister's graduation. She's graduating from USC. And then, yeah, we'll be in Vegas for uh, Days, of the Days of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, were you guys going to do anything for your anniversary? Well, it's kind of weird. Before we realized that the graduation was the same weekend, she was going to come to Vegas yeah, with us right. for the show. Yeah. But she's good with it. She's like, nah, we'll do something. We'll celebrate before or after. Plus, we're going to Hawaii this summer. So that'll kind of be our anniversary. There you go. There you go. You know, I don't have a, I have a January wedding. I don't have a spring, summer wedding, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that's a, that's a thing, right? Like people, is that when people get married is like the summer? I guess. We went to a courthouse, so we didn't, (laughs) there was no wedding. (laughs) Well, I mean, well, yeah, there was a marriage. Yeah, exactly. There was no like ceremony, like a big. No, it was like, do you? Uh Uh-huh. You? Yeah. Awesome. You're married. Here, sign this. Yeah. And pretty much like. When, when I got married, I remember we had to go, like, down and register. Yep. And, like, fill out all the paperwork and everything like that. Like, at that point... I didn't do that with my first marriage. At that point, you're, like, married. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, like, the, the marriage license thing. Yeah. Yeah. Once that's done, that's it's true. like, who gives a fuck about the rest of this? <laughs> but, you know, we do it. Everybody... Every, not everybody. But a lot of people do it. <laughs> Get married. <laughs> And, uh, you know, why not? This is the time of year to talk about brides. Yeah. That's the, that was my segue. There you go. Oh, I love a good wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two movies about brides. We've had these on our list for, since the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. And it finally, keeps it was getting like, moved to the back burner. <laughs> finally, it was like, just fucking, let's, let's just watch it. them. So we're going to be talking about, uh, two bride movies, Bride of Frankenstein and Bride of Reanimator. I had recently watched Bride of Frankenstein not that long ago. I think it was on TV during like Halloween. Yeah, I think I watched it around Halloween too. And uh, Bride of Reanimator, I had never seen. Yeah, same. First watch for me. So which, we had both seen Reanimator. Yep, many times. But Bride. But just never got around to the sequel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, meh. Yeah. So this will be interesting to see our thoughts on, on, on these movies. Well, I kind of know your thoughts on Bride of Frankenstein because we've talked about it I was going to say, I think I've tipped my hand a few times on that one. 
I but like it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk about it. Bride of Frankenstein released April 20, 420, baby. <laughs> James Whale was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> We're going to release it on 420. Yep. Uh, 1935. David, starting a new, I'm going to start a new thing on the podcast. It'll be new. <laughs> it'll be new for at least three episodes. We'll see how, we'll see how the listeners see react to it. Um, but uh, I'm going to ask you, 1935, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> but one. I'm going to ask you what the uh, number one song, the number one movie, and the number one TV show, TV from, show. <laughs> from the year or from right. the date okay. uh, that this was. 42035. Uh, yep. Yeah. 1935. Okay. I'm going to say the number one movie was The Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, that is not correct. Fuck. No, the number one movie was uh, Les Miserables. Oh, okay. Um, by the way, admission to a movie back then was 24 cents. Goddamn. <laughs> but people only and made... People, and oh. people complained, in my day, go to a show for a nickel. Yeah, but people only made like 30 cents so, <laughs> a week. Yeah. So it was, it was like... still expensive. Yeah. That's what you got to dress up. Uh, the number one TV show, not much because... I was going to say the radio. <laughs> TV was around, <laughs> but it wasn't like what it came to be like in the fifties. Yeah. Uh, so most people were listening to the radio. So the, the show that debuted, it actually debuted on April 20th, 1935 was your hit parade, hmm. which was like a music show. Okay. Uh, kind of like a precursor to an American bandstand. Yeah. Uh, or I like, think, like swing music. Yeah. Well, like that music that was popular back then. Cause the number one song was a song called soon by Bing Crosby. Oh, I was going to guess that. The George Stahl Orchestra. <laughs> George Stahl and his Bing orchestra. Crosby. Yeah, he's all... Yeah, so he was uh, singing that song. I played that song yesterday uh, just to listen to it. And, Is it uh, a banger? No, it sucked. <laughs> boring as fuck. <laughs> well, it was so boring. Like, God damn. I was like, I, you know, and I'm not like, I hate, I don't hate Bing Crosby at all, but, um, as a singer at least, uh, but, uh, yeah, that song was boring. So <laughs> people in 1935, my grandparents were headbanging to that shit. April 20th, they were just like, this is a great piece of music. <laughs> Smoking weed, listening to Bing Crosby and going, mm, you know far out, really man. You got it right, man. Is that Bing Crosby and that song soon. And I hear it, I go, I'm going to hit that taking hits for the So, Bride of Frankenstein's released, written by William Holbrook. Hurlbut? Hurlbut. <laughs> it sounds like a sex act. <laughs> uh, it's, of course, based on Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Yeah. Uh, directed by James Whale, who's back. He's yeah, back. He did the first one. Yep. And uh, Mary Shelley, Invisible by the Man. way, also did the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Music by Franz Waxman. Yeah. Uh, you and I just recently got the, uh, the score on, score on yeah, vinyl. vinyl. From Waxwork. Yeah. Uh, I haven't listened to it. I haven't either. And I, I was going to. It. I was going to. I was like, oh, you know what? I was watching the movie and I was like, I'm going to bust out the score yeah. afterwards and play it. And then I totally forgot. <laughs> and then I thought, well, I'm going to David's. He's probably played it. Maybe he'll put it on. I can put it on if you want, but yeah, I haven't even opened it yet. It and does. I got the uh, the Bride of Frankenstein spinacher too from oh, Waxwork. Yeah. So Those are cool. Yeah. Set that on the top. Oh, yeah. Let her spin. We'll have a day. We'll make a day out of it. Don't we both have Bride of Frankenstein tattoos? I have just Frankenstein. Oh, okay. My wife just got Bride That's of right. Frankenstein. She got Bride. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I shouldn't say I have Frankenstein. 
I have You're the, the monster. monster. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Get it right. I know, right? <laughs> and you have the monster's bride. Yes. That's how she's titled. Dude, I saw like, um, I think this was on Twitter. Like somebody posted a, a, a photo from like the last page of the book, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And somebody hand wrote in like pen at the end. Like, I can't remember exactly how the story ends. And this is something like, and as he floated away, he said, it's okay if you want to call me Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's okay to call yeah, a monster Frankenstein. Yeah. Because initially Frankenstein is the name of the man who uh it's henry frankenstein who who is the creator yeah the monster that he creates we've come to know as frankenstein it's like calling cotton swab a q-tip you know what i'm saying it's just like the monster is kind of his son in a way true so true um but i think it's just like we've agreed as a society that this is what we're going to call it so that's what we're going to call it yeah so it's like, I'm going to go Google something. That means you're going to search up something on the internet. You might not use Google to search that thing, but that is what you're going. That's <laughs> yeah. what we as a society have. Bot. <laughs> I'm going to go to ask Jeeves <laughs> yeah. and Google something. <laughs> but, Geocities. <laughs> but uh, we as a society have said, okay, Google is now the verb that we're going to use. Yep. As a society, we've come to say, and if you correct a motherfucker, fuck yeah. you. Actually. <laughs> actually, it's the monster. The monster. Frankenstein was. Yeah. You know, but whatever. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I mean, I, I still try to say Frankenstein's monster. I do too. But whatever. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> Nobody's <well>. perfect. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, speaking of which, Boris Karloff is back as the monster. Simply build as Karloff. Pretty badass. That's a power move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Karlov, sidekick. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, Colin Clive as Henry Frankenstein. Again, back. Yeah. Uh, we got Valerie Hobson as Elizabeth Frankenstein. That's a new person. New person. By the way, Valerie Hobson, when she filmed this movie, was 18 years old. Damn, son. Colin Clive had to be like in his mid-30s. Yeah, he was like 35. And he was a raging alcoholic. He looked way older than that. And he died two years later. Yeah. Of tuberculosis. Yeah. Look at us with the facts. <laughs> That's what we do. Like fucking no, we don't. The fucking knowledge drop. You're welcome. <laughs> but I, yeah, I looked into all these things too because I was like, "How old is Colin Clive?" Because he looks way older than 35. Yeah, he was a heavy um, drinker. Yes, uh, probably a heavy smoker also. Probably because uh, everybody did. Yeah. All the cool people were doing it. Trust me, I know. I was a cool. <laughs> I was cool, cool once. <laughs> um, but yes, Valerie Hobson was only 18, and I thought, I thought, hmm wonder why they cast her and not the uh, person who played uh, his soon-to-be bride in uh, the original Frankenstein movie. And I think it's because she aged out of the role. Ah. She was 25 she was super when they old. filmed this so. movie. Because <laughs> she was 20. You got nothing left, kid. <laughs> yep. She was like 20 or 21 when they filmed the original one. And Hollywood had spat her out. Colin Clive was like, she's too old. No one will believe I'm <laughs> <laughs> She so can't old. pass. Yeah, standing next to me. <laughs> I mean, I look so young. <laughs> uh, we got uh, <laughs> Ernest Theisiger as Dr. Pretorius. Pretorius. Pretorius yeah. It's hard to say. Pretorius. Uh, Elsa Lancaster. Or An- Elsa Lanchester, Lanchester. Excuse me. As Mary Shelley, but also as... The bride. The, the bride. mate. The monster's mate. I think it's how she was billed. 
Gavin Gordon as Lord Byron, Una O'Connor as Minnie. We might remember her from Invisible uh, <laughs> Man. Ah! She screams a lot. That's all she does in this movie. Yeah, she's the same a fucking lot. character. Yeah, yeah, she uh, is. I fucking hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got E.E. E. Clive as the Burgermeister. He had a Burgermeister. Uh, Burgermeister is a, a English term based on a German term. Mm-hmm. for it's it's the equivalent of like the mayor it's like a, okay oh, okay i was thinking it was like a police chief or something it, it kind of it's like a, the council the head of the council or okay a city it's like what we would call the mayor like mayor mccheese is a burger it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of power it's a burger meister because uh-huh. he's a mayor mccheese i love and it he's a burger that joke works on so many so fucking many levels. levels. It's deep. Yeah, like people listen you gotta to You got to be pretty intelligent to understand yeah. it, really. Yeah. And even then, you don't really get it. No. And people listen to this, they'll be like, he said Big Mac was the Burgermeister. And that's funny because it's a burger. And then like five days later, they're going to go, oh, oh, shit. Also, Burgermeister means mayor. My God. And then they just turn our show off and just <laughs> and just sit in silence for a few minutes and just let it like wash over you. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's how that's that's the in, the level of intellect that the swearwolves bring to the podcast world. <laughs> We're very learned. <laughs> this is what happens when I stop smoking. Okay, um, release date, like I said, four twenty, um, nineteen thirty five. Budget three hundred ninety seven thousand uh, dollars, which I don't know what that is equivalent to. Uh, it sounds like a lot of money. It sounds like a lot of money for back then. Mm-hmm. Box office two million dollars. Damn son. So they made a lot of money. Yeah. So this movie doesn't right away pick up where the last one left off. No. This movie is being told to us by Mary Shelley herself. Yeah. As I said, Elsa Lanchester is playing Mary Shelley. And the movie opens up and she's in some castle, like fucking doing needlepoint. And <laughs> yeah, she's very wealthy. There's a couple. Do you see the size of this fucking castle? Dude, massive. The ceilings are like 80 feet tall. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a dark and stormy night. Yeah. And uh, like Percy Shelley and Lord Byron are talking to her about her story of uh, Frankenstein's monster. And they're like, it's so scary. Yeah. And they're kind of talking like this. A grub graves. Yeah. And they say, rub the graves. graves. <laughs> it's like everybody rolls. cadavers. There are. Yers. <laughs> Even on words without ours. Yeah. Yers. <laughs> They're like, hello. <laughs> you know, some people can't do that. Some people can't roll their R's. Could they Could they not live in those countries that roll the, their R's? Yeah. The swear rules. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we can't roll our R's. Then you can't speak our language. Get the fuck out <laughs> of our country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I did notice that. I did notice that. I think it's Lord Byron who yeah, talks about like that. Yeah, he likes rolling those R's. Yeah. It's like, it would be perfect for you to tell us the story. <laughs> it would make me very horny. <laughs> just get, this is the level of intellect of these jokes that we have. <laughs> he just gets a huge boner. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, make one up about a mate. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, if you insist. I do. <laughs> it's alive. Uh, <laughs> so she says, well, you know, there's more to the story. Yeah, because he like, as he's narrating and kind of like recapping the first movie, we get a little bit of a montage of some scenes. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, well, you know, there's that's not the end of the story. And he's like, it's not. 
what? He goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and she's like, no, did you read the fucking book? Yeah. It's not the end of the story, you dumbass. Yeah. It's 420 there, too. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> There's more. Tell uh, me. So then we cut to, like, basically the end of the first Frankenstein movie. Yeah, like immediately after. So if you recall, at the end of the first Frankenstein movie, they they torch. The, like a windmill. Yeah, the windmill. And everything comes crashing down into, like, a pit into like a hole like yeah. i guess like a well or something yeah that must have been what the windmill was powering yeah like i don't know how windmills work <laughs> Who knows? i'm not dutch i don't <laughs> claim to know anything about windmills i know all i know is that they kill all the birds <laughs> they kill all the birds <laughs> they fucking hate birds <laughs> uh, i know windmills are out to get us yeah and coal is the way to go <laughs> exactly because <laughs> coal doesn't kill birds no um <laughs> know, and neither does oil <laughs> No, no, yep. sir. Yep. Fossil fuels. Love birds. Love birds. <laughs> tell that to all those fucking ducks they have to like, use Dawn on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Remember Saved by the Bell with the duck? Becky? Was that the duck's name? What? Stop the drilling. Stop the oil. Stop the drilling. Oh, remember that one? I vaguely remember that one. Didn't like an oil man like want to put an oil derrick or something on the football field? And, That's and, so stupid. And like Zach's all about it until the duck, like there's an oil spill and the duck dies. Oh. And then they like teach him a lesson. Remember Zach like squirts oil on the guy and the guy goes, I'm covered in oil. It's like, see? Yeah, but you're still alive. Yeah. Isn't it great that we're all better people? And now? then Slater comes by with a fan and he's like, huh? This doesn't <laughs> kill any birds. No. And then a bird flies into the fan and he goes, oh shit. <laughs> I stand corrected. So the villagers are gathered there. At the burning down. <laughs> the burning man festival. <laughs> burning man. At this windmill that they just burnt down. And the farmer whose windmill this was is like, what the fuck? Yeah, god damn you. <laughs> He's the same guy who got his barn burned down when they yeah, killed the invisible, the invisible man. man. He's like, you just gotta keep paying me. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps, he fanning just, himself with money. <laughs> He just keeps putting up different landmarks because he's like, <laughs> burn them. Oh. He's like, go pick a monster. We'll just run into it. He's like, where's the fucking wolf man? He's like, uh, he goes near the beach, builds yeah, build his beach, beach house. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on, kill man, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> Give me that insurance money. Oh, Quite fuck. the scam. Oh, yeah, it's just a facade. There's actually nothing inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Come to find out he's the villain in all of this. He's like creating all these monsters. Yeah. He's like just, a, he's like a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah. Just so the people will destroy it and pay, him, pay him for destroying. Quite their, the scam. God, it's the he's long con, fucking dude. Genius. Yeah. This guy makes Madoff looks like, look like a fucking <laughs> potzer. He's like, just, yeah. Brilliant. But yeah, all the villagers are kind of gathered around and then we get a mini- uh, the Uno oh, O'Connor, she's like, I'm glad to see the monster roasted to death before my very eyes. <laughs> she wasn't in the first one. Was it? Oh, she wasn't? I can't remember. I don't think she was. I, think, I don't remember. And all of a sudden now she's like a main character in this. She like works for... Yeah, she's like a house servant or maid for or something, like Elizabeth. Right? Yeah. She wasn't in the first one, but now she's like running around town screaming like, <laughs> and if I would have seen him, I would have given him a what for and a who was it? <laughs> Which is so great. She's like such a shit talker. And then when the monster does come near her, she like throws some dude in front of her. And yeah. She runs away. Oh, shit. She's like, shit with her. Dude, I like that. Like, uh, they pull Henry out and like, we get the impression that he's dead. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, she starts crying and the burger, the burger master goes, ah, shut up. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like real deadpan. Just, people. Oh, shut up. People are always telling her to shut up. Cause she's like, 
the monster is alive. And she's in this dude's like, shut up, you old bag. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but um, we do find out that the monster's alive. Yeah, because Hans, the father of the girl, the girl that got drowned in the first one, he's there and he wants to see the body to confirm that he's dead. And if you're not familiar with the first one, uh, the monster walks up to this little girl throwing flowers into the water. Yeah, and he and throws her into he throw he playfully she's just as beautiful as these flowers and she'll float and he throws her in but she can't swim yeah she sinks like a rock <laughs> dead it's like you know you're gonna live next to the water teach your kids to swim yeah it's irresponsible parenting come that on is, hans, hans get your shit together hans and his wife yeah they both fucking, terrible i'm calling cps they both fucking die don't they uh i think so hans gets his ass yeah <laughs> The wife does too. He throws yeah, he her, tosses her like uh, mannequin body, like into that hole. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, Hans Hans comes down to see uh, if the monster is really dead, and and we do see the monster for the first time. Now, when you see this monster versus the original monster, he looks a little different. He's burned. Yeah, he's got burns on him. His left hand is like melted. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Like his fingers are melted together. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's like but his, I noticed he had a lot of like burns and stuff. His hair's thinner because his hair got singed. Like all the way like back. I think the tattoo I have is an image from the second movie. Okay. Or from from this movie. Now, which makeup do you prefer? I prefer the original. Me too. And the first one, uh, Karloff took out, I guess he had like a bridge in his mouth that he took out for the part, and that's what made his face kind of sunken in. Oh. But because of the makeup, I guess in the second one, they didn't do that. So his face is a little fuller. I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it definitely looks different. It's still cool makeup. Yeah. He still looks like the monster. A little more fucked up looking. <laughs> like the original Freddy, right? Got burned. Yeah. But anyway, Hans comes down and uh, the monster comes out of the water and just grabs Hans and like drowns him. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Drowns him really easily too. So Hans's wife is up there and he's the monster's climbing out and uh, she's like, here, Hans, give me your hand. Yeah, I'll help pull you out. And the monster gives the hand and she pulls the monster out. Yeah. And then he and she grabs goes, oh her. shit. <laughs> he yeah. grabs her and throws her. Get your ass in that hole. <laughs> she dies. Yep. So I thought they had more than just one kid that died but maybe they didn't because i was like now all of their kids are orphans <laughs> yeah, i think like, it was the one kid so he killed the whole family yeah he's like listen you guys weren't going to be happy alive anyway yeah exactly i just i did you a favor <laughs> you did your favor you're welcome they uh return the body of henry to elizabeth yeah and oh and, and minnie sees the monster come out of the hole and she tells everybody but nobody believes her yeah elizabeth starts uh seeing henry move yeah. And now they realize that he's still alive and he gets nursed back to health. And Henry's like, you know what? I fucked up. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I tried playing God. Yeah, but bad uh, idea. I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. And, um, you know, there there are some things that I've done that haven't been right. But there's still like some shit that I need to do. Like, I still like, want to be a scientist. Yeah, I can do good for humanity. Yeah. Elizabeth. Like comes in and she tells him about some dream and she starts getting fucking hysterical. (laughs) She's like, death is coming for you. He's right there. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And she sobs weird. Like it sounds almost like she's laughing. And also this is their, um, this is their wedding night. Yeah. He's like, so sex, are we (laughs) going to consummate this? I mean, I know a monster kidnapped you or tried to, and I know I almost died, but I also have needs, (laughs) but if we don't fuck, our wedding is null and void. Yeah. Let's do this. 
She's like, all right. All right, all right. Make so it she fast. fucks him. He's like, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> she fucks him. That doesn't happen and in they the movie. Show it. They show it all. <laughs> no. That, that does not happen in the movie. But uh, Henry does get a visit. Some time passes, I'm assuming, because Henry's now like more up and about. All right, so Pretorius comes, and we get introduced to him, and Pretorius is Henry's mentor. Yeah, he's a scientist also. And he had heard about what Henry had done about creating life. Yep. So he comes. He wants to collaborate. To visit Henry to collaborate. Yeah. And this is where he shows Henry his creations. And he's like, I too have created life. And like it brings him over and like they have a toast and he says something like, uh, he wants some gin. He's like, it's my only vice or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because later on. Later on, yeah. He <laughs> says the same thing about something else. <laughs> um, Pretorius shows him his creations. Dude, this kind of freaks me out. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like his, his, <laughs> his creations, little, little people that he's created. Yeah. So he pull he pulls out this box and one by one, these jars, these like bell jars, and he puts them down and he uncovers them. And the first one is a woman sitting on a throne and she's a queen. Yeah. And he's telling the story as like, she was a woman. So we made her queen. Yeah. And every queen's got to have a king. He pulls out another jar and there's a king. He's like Henry the eighth, like gnawing on a fucking <laughs> like a turkey leg turkey or something. Leg. And he's all fucking horned out. He's like trying to hump the class because he wants to get to the queen. But Henry's like, holy shit. How'd you make that turkey leg so small? He's like, dude, it's a, there's a person in there too. He's like, no, but the turkey. Why isn't Henry Did like he shit his pants? Shit in his pants right now. These are little people. Yeah. Like this seriously like creeps me out <laughs> that he created these little people. And the effects are really good. For 1935? Yeah. Yeah. He also created a ballerina. An archbishop and the devil. And the devil, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and a mermaid. And a mermaid. Yeah, so he's even creating like fictitious characters. Yeah, and he said he grew them from seed. And I was like, seed? Did you? uh..." Yeah, exactly. He spunked into Into a a fucking tester. (laughs) Yeah, right on the king's face. like, oh, I was already alive. Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, well, I got needs too, my friend. <laughs> um, yeah, so he creates, and like, how does this relate to what um, Henry has done? Like, Henry dug up some body parts and electrocuted them, and boom, life. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand. He's the... jerking off at a petri dish, <laughs> making little, people. making little people. And he's like, I was thinking if we combine both of our ejaculate, maybe we can make a full size person. If I ejac- we'll do it back to back, so it's not weird. <laughs> if I ejaculate and you electrocute my ejaculate, yeah, then what? <laughs> he's like, well, you know, something. It he's like, smells. <laughs> it smells like chlorine or something. I don't know. <laughs> Like, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if that'll happen. We need to test it out multiple times. You know, every hypothesis needs must to be, be tested. tested multiple times. What if we put it next to a windmill and let the wind pass through it? What if I ejaculate upstairs and then we electrocute it and then I'll ejaculate downstairs? Or we'll... Yeah, and then one of us could ejaculate from the top of the stairs down to the bottom of the stairs, catch it in a dish. Vice versa. Yes. I'll be at the bottom and I'll shoot it up. Shoot it way up. Or try. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know if I got that kind of pressure built in my prostate. I'm getting older. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we could fly a kite and uh, uh, fix the strings to, to the to end of my, my load <laughs> to my dick. And at the precise moment I finish, the, elect- the electricity, the lightning will hit the kite. I'll come and uh, boom, boom, life right into the flux capacitor of my gonads. So, what do you think, Ken? He's like, let's do it. <laughs> Just sign here. What say you, Hank? <laughs> uh, There's no way. There's no way. Henry's listening to this, and he's not like fucking like you're insane. <laughs> Yeah, but he wants to create like a full size woman. Well, Pretorius says that he's been growing an artificial brain. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> so he's like, listen, I I'll make a brain for us. You just go get the body parts. Yeah, you yeah, do you, your magic. You get the brain. Yeah, I'll get the brain. You got the brawn. Let's yeah. make lots of money. <laughs> exactly. I've got the brains. You've got the looks. Let's make lots of money. What the song is saying that song? I don't know, but there's like a commercial now that has it. You've got the Have looks. Have you seen that one? It's like an insurance the- commercial. And the, the hood ornament like sings yes. that. Dude, that commercial freaks me out. I was just talking about it with my wife yesterday. I was like, I don't like this commercial. It's creepy. Yeah. What? Why isn't the guy like, holy shit, the hood ornament's talking. <laughs> and it's saying we're going to make lots of money. Yeah, I'm going to make money. And it's saying I got the looks. <laughs> yeah. I always thought I was the brains. I thought I was both. <laughs> I thought I was a dual threat kind of guy, but no. Yeah, and the hood ornament that sings, it's like Creepy. it's like a siren. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the like on front a of a mast. ship. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I would freak me out. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that hood ornament. What was that, Geico? <laughs> I think so. Fuck Geico. <laughs> <laughs> like State Farm. <laughs> I like progressive. I like flow. <laughs> I like flow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where we get the monster. So this is where oh, yeah. the monster right. is like wandering through the forest and comes across like a sheep herder girl. And she like falls <laughs> off of a waterfall. Because she sees him. Yeah. She goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <And then> she's <laughs> like, <laughs> People get very clumsy when they see the monster. Yeah. A sheep herder girl. <laughs> she just standing up there some fucking lamb is like near a waterfall and yeah, bow peep or something <laughs> yeah and then uh the monster's like urgh, urgh. he's like i think he's hungry that's what he is like he keeps looking for food but he's like calling out to her he, like he wants help yeah and then she falls into the water and he goes and rescues her he saves her but and then she screams when she gets out. He's like, I ain't being blamed for this shit again. He's like, God damn it. No good deed goes unpunished. Am I right? He's like, You're right. He's like, God damn it. So it tracks like uh there's hunters in the area. And they shoot him. Yeah, they shoot him in the arm. Yeah. And he's like, ah fuck. And he even gives that like off oh, fuck it like yeah, hand yeah, gesture. He, yeah, he does like ah. He's like fuck. Uh, and uh, he, uh, yeah, and he runs away. Uh, and uh he comes across some uh gypsies. Is that when he comes across the gypsies who are uh, eating outside of their uh, little... Uh, oh, yeah, I think so. Like picnic time or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... It's right around here, but also he gets... Oh, it's after, but it's all around the same time. Because they, the, the, the villagers, villagers catch him first. Catch him. And then they chain him up, uh, and he immediately escapes. Like, within seconds. Yeah. He gets out. It's like, the Burgermeister is like, oh, we got everything under control, don't worry about it. Frankenstein breaks the chains <laughs> and, and, and busts like, out. Yeah, within seconds. Yeah, and that's when he stumbles upon like the gypsy, and it, like, there's like a rotisserie chicken or something. Yeah, and he's just and he tries to, to get it, but it burns his hand. He's like, God damn it, I'm so <laughs> And then hungry. again, he's like, fuck this, and he runs away again. <laughs> but during that time where the villagers capture him, 
And then he comes running up. That's when Minnie's like, uh, yeah, if I was next to him, I'd tell him to go fuck himself. And then he gets out and he comes up to her and she's all, ah! she just hightails it. Everybody hightails it. Yeah. He's I very, too. very intimidating. Um, and this is where he hears some music after yeah. he goes away. He hears like a violin or something. He hears a violinist playing Ave Maria. And uh, he's like, <gasps> you know, music soothes <gasps> the savage beast. Mm-hmm. So he goes in there. But he's scared because he gets treated like shit by everybody. Everybody hates him and wants but him dead. But this violinist just so happens to be blind. So he can't see that he's a monster. Yeah. So the violinist is like, come in. This guy is the loneliest guy in the he history is. of the world. Yeah. He's just glad someone. Like, yeah. Anybody visited him. You know, and he's blind. He's got a pretty tidy place for being blind. <laughs> and he makes his way around. He starts fires. He cooks food. Yeah. He's got it together. He knows what he's it's doing. It's just everybody hates him. Nobody comes over. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, listen, if we go over there, he's going to want us to be his friend. <laughs> we'll talk our ears off. He'll want to play us music. Yeah. He's going to be a whole thing. I went over there one time just to be nice. And he yeah. was like, ooh, here. He's trying here, to have some soup. And it's like, and I'm pretty sure it was actually his ejaculate pot. <laughs> Dr. Petraeus came over. Yeah, clam chowder my ass. <laughs> smelled like ammonia. <laughs> kind of a bleachy scent. Uh, so this guy is like, listen, I'm going to... And you can tell he's hurt. He's like, yeah, yeah. He come in. He's like, come in. He's rest. like, I'm blind. I can't see. But I'll help you. And he and- says, uh, I shall look after you. And you will comfort me. And the mantra is like, um, I'm not doing the sex thing. Is that what you're implying? Well, he's like, here, lay down. Yeah. And then he like, yeah, prays. he's like, you must rest. And the mantra's like, dude, I'm not tired. <laughs> and he like prays. And he, it's really kind of a touching moment, though. It is. Yeah. Because this guy is like, all I've ever asked God for is a friend. Is a friend. And he's finally answered my yeah. prayer. And the monster like weeps. Yeah. The monster cries. Yeah. And this guy cries. And like, I was like, crying everybody was crying <laughs> and uh the mo- this guy teaches the monster like how to talk yeah yeah he can say stuff like friend <laughs> drink yeah drink good <laughs> good friend smoke <laughs> yeah he teaches him how to smoke a cigar a cigar it was 420 you know what I mean? <laughs> um yeah the monster loves his drink and he loves his smoke he still doesn't like fire yeah <laughs> No, fire is our friend. Yeah, but he's teaching them. Well, it's right around this time that these two fucking yahoos come in. (laughs) Yeah, a couple hunters. And they're like, um, hey, have you seen? Have you seen? They say to a blind guy. (laughs) He goes, have you? (laughs) Have you heard? (laughs) Have you smelled? Um, They're like, have you uh, seen a monster? And then they're like, well, there's the monster. Or they want to know the way out of town or I don't know what it was. Yeah, but they see it. And then they start shooting at him. They go, this is the fiend who's been murdering half the countryside. Good heavens, man. Can't you see? And they're like, oh, I can't see. Fuck. Exactly. And then the blind guy's like, oh, he's my friend. These are my friend. Yeah, don't burn my house down. And then the monster and the two guys, the monster starts chasing after these two guys through the house. Yeah. And knocks something into the fire. Which immediately was the driest thing ever in the world. It, <laughs> it just catches, goes up. Yeah. Engulfs the whole place in flames. And uh, they take the blind guy away. They're like, come with us if you want to live. And uh, they run away. Blind guy's like, joke's on you. I wasn't blind. Now give me that insurance money. <laughs> it's the same fucking guy. Like, holy shit, he's a genius. He pulls off his mask. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. <laughs> it works every time. Every goddamn time. <laughs> you motherfuckers fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker. I gots to get paid. Uh, I've got the brains. <laughs> You've got the this, <laughs> now, this insurance. Give me that money. Uh, so the monster, see that joke works on a lot of levels too, right? Because that's an insurance commercial. And we were talking about that. And this mm-hmm. guy gets the insurance claim. And we're talking about brains. God damn. <sighs> Fucking. All cylinders. Yeah. Firing. <laughs> firing on all cylinders today. It's because I ate breakfast this morning. There you go. The monster gets out. And immediately when the monster gets out of the cabin, he's like, friend? He's like looking for his friend. Like yeah. he's so sad. It's, and I was like, it's, so it's sad. I was so upset for him because he was like, finally I found a friend and these two fucking assholes had to come. Yep. And then we get a torch carrying uh, mob immediately. And it's like, Oh, back to this shit again. Yeah. He's like, Oh, and he hides in a crypt, like uh, in a cemetery. Yeah. He goes to the cemetery and knocks over this fucking like a statue, statue or something and crawls in the crypt. crypt. Well, meanwhile, down in that crypt, Petraeus is down there with his version of <laughs> Igor. Pretorius. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> general Petraeus. Petraeus. <laughs> what is that from? It's a general. General Pre- Oh, Petraeus, yeah. He's like a real general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Pretorius, and he's down there with a couple of his goons. Petraeus was the General Petraeus was down Hiding there also. his bunker. <laughs> yeah. Pretorius. <laughs> yeah, Pretorius is down there with his version of Igor's. Yeah. Um, his assistant. Because they're down there trying to snag this 19-year-old corpse. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's legal, boys. <laughs> Bag her up. <laughs> Pretorius was, too. He was like, how old was she? Also, 19. One, <laughs> perfect. Also, one of his Igor buddies, it was like reading. And uh, my wife pointed this out to me. She goes, that guy wouldn't know how to read that well. <laughs> <laughs> one of those guys was uh, Dwight Fry, I think, from the first one. Uh, guy played Fritz. Oh, okay. I think he was Fritz in the first one. Fritz. Fritz was like Igor. Yeah. Come see, away, Fritz. See, Igor wasn't even a character. No. Until like third or fourth one, I think. Yeah. If at all. Wasn't it played by Bella Lugosi? Yeah, that sounds right. I think Bella Lugosi played a character named Igor. So what's the third one? Is that Ghost of Frankenstein? Son of Frankenstein. Son of Frankenstein. There is a Ghost of Frankenstein, and there's House of Frankenstein. There's a bunch of them. Dude, there's a lot of them. House of Frankenstein's a cool one because I think it has the Wolfman and maybe Dracula in it. It's got a few monsters. Well, and even like Abbott and Costello, yeah, Frankenstein yeah. is part of like that universe. Yeah, yeah, universal universe. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my wife this too. It's like people bitch about you know when a, when a horror movie makes another like Saw, like oh, there's gonna be another Saw movie. Ugh. Yeah, I think people were like that in the 30s. Do you think? Yeah, do you think oh, people were like another oh, Frankenstein movie? Girl. No, they were probably like fucking Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah, like get over it. <laughs> We've been people have been making sequels to horror movies forever yeah i wonder if this was the first sequel like first it's gotta sequel be, to it's gonna be movie? one of the first yeah i mean a horror movie sequel it's gotta be close it's probably not the first though well what movies were prior to this dracula <laughs> that didn't get a Phantom sequel. of the opera i don't know yeah those didn't get sequels well dracula did what dracula too? like spinoffs <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like not with like bella lugosi like not a direct yeah, sequel yeah, yeah, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like Yeah, this might have been one of the first ones. Like this realistically, this and the first movie could have been like one movie. True. Because they're both short. They're both just a little over an hour. Yeah. And if you edit out that Mary Shelley shit. <laughs> yeah. It's even shorter. <clears throat> at the beginning. 
Uh, where was I? Pretorius is down in the crypt, and he's like, "Oh shit! I thought I was down here alone." Yeah. Well then. Yeah, because Pretorius is like talking to like some skeleton. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, he's nuts. He is. Well, he's created little people with his jizz. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> and that so magic jism. So the monster comes up, and uh, Pretorius is like, "Oh, you." Yeah, he's like, What's oh, hey, on, buddy? I thought I was alone. He's like, here, have a cigar. They're my only weakness. Yeah. Other than my orgasms. But I got Henry working on Engine. that. Engine also. Um, but then he's like, uh, the monster's like, smoke? Good. And the monster's starting to talk. And he's, he's like, like, oh, hey, shit. You can talk, can you? No sooner does the monster learn to talk than all of a sudden his vocabulary, he knows every word in the English language. <laughs> like, he now can talk better than yeah. most people. <laughs> around this time period um this is like i love dead hate living and this is like uh pretorius basically tells him like i want to make a, a friend for you yeah a make woman a, make a wo- woman and he goes humming 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 he's like oh you can roll your eyes too it's like uh, indeed he's also got a big ass boner a big old frankenstein boner <laughs> It's got bolts in the side of it. It's got a flat top. Yeah. yeah. Big scar going down the middle. <laughs> so Pretorius uh, Pret- gets uh, an, an idea. So now we cut to Henry and Elizabeth and they're uh, like, we're married now. Bang me. Like, ah, I got a headache. <laughs> you know, she's like, we're married now. I don't have to do yeah, that shit we're anymore. Done. <laughs> He's like, fuck. He goes, ah, my balls are so blue. <laughs> She's all, that's not a real thing. So, and you need to store your ejaculate for your experiments. Yeah, like, ah, you made indeed. a deal. <laughs> like, he's like, fair enough. At least can you lick my asshole? <laughs> nope. He's like, all right. Well. A rusty trombone? <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, I'm not uh, roll, doing your, that. roll your R's on my butt. On my butthole. <laughs> Put my balls in your mouth and roll your R's. Feels amazing. Um, so, Petro- Pre- God damn, I can never say this. Pretorius. 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 Pretorius comes in. He's like, oh, you guys are married now, yeah, huh? You Great. You're going to help me. I got. Uh, I got the brain. You got the brawn. We also have, have the brawn. Do we have to go through this again? Yeah. I got to wait for us to make some fucking money. You want to yeah. make some money? Yeah. And he's like, Henry's like, no, fuck you. I, I'm not. I'm out of this. I'm out of the God game. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm just trying to get laid. Yeah. I'm trying to marry my wife here. Um, I mean, I'm already married to her. Yeah. I'm trying to get, yeah. I'm trying to get laid here. You're kind of blocking me, bro. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, let me show you a little something that might change your mind. Opens the door and there comes the monster. Yeah, and he comes in, greetings. He's like, you know, shit, you talk. <laughs> yeah, well, he comes in, and yeah, the monster does talk to Henry. I think he says Frankenstein or something yeah. like that. And Henry's like, what the fuck? But he doesn't really have that adverse of a reaction. He's just kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he's like, eh, whatever. He's like, you look well. <laughs> it's nice to see you. He's I like, suppose. I'm not talking to you until you, he says to him, he's like, he says to Pretorius, he's like, I'm not talking to you until he leaves. Yeah, get the guy like, out of here. That's like, he's like so freaked out at first. And then he's like, but he's got to leave. <laughs> yeah, he smells. Yeah. Get him out of here. So Frankenstein says, "Go." or Pretorius says like, leave. Yeah. And as he's shutting the door, he kind of peeks his head over at the monster and he goes, now. Yeah. Like, oh, what do you got up the, your sleeve, mister? Sign. Uh, yeah. Henry's like, I ain't doing this shit. 
I can't do this. We can't do this. We can't yeah. play God. And he's like, well, you're kind of going to have to now. Yeah. And he's like, why? Well, fucking Elizabeth yeah. screams from the other room. Yeah. While we were talking, I got the monster to kidnap your wife. Yep. So the monster takes Elizabeth away. Yeah. And he says like, uh, you know, don't worry. She's going to be fine. He's not going to hurt her. If you help me out here with my little experiment. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do I have to go up to the top of the stairs again? He's like, no, no, no. We're done with that. <laughs> Didn't work. He's like, do I have to put the electrodes on my scrotum again? He's like, no, 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 no. We're way past that. Listen, that was just a test. So now you got to put them on your nipples. And he's like, sweet. So Henry's like, all right, I'll help. So they go to Pretorius's lab. Yep. And uh, they start experimenting with this heart. Yeah, because Carl, his assistant guy, went and got a fresh heart for him by killing a woman. <laughs> yeah. He's like, go get us a heart. And he's like, all right. They all gave right. him like a thousand like pounds or whatever it was. A yeah. thousand shekels. Fucking crowns or something. Yeah, crowns. Whatever that means. <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, cool. I'll go I'll go get you a fresh one. And yeah. Kill some chick. <laughs> and then... Um, and Pretorius gets the monster drunk to kind of get him out of the way. He gives him a bunch of scotch. Well, he also like drugs it. Yeah, he gets pours him loaded. Like, yeah, and Frankenstein's just working nonstop. He's like, yeah. "I'm working on this." It's like I don't know what he's doing. He's sitting in a chair, looking at the heart, going, "It's not beating enough." And then he's like, "I've been working way too long." It's like you're not doing anything. I need a smoke break. <laughs> he's like turning a dial. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's like he's got. It's the equivalent of like Homer Simpson's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just push some buttons. Yeah. And then uh, Pretorius lets Henry speak to Elizabeth because he reaches a point where he's like, I'm not doing anything until I know she's safe. And yeah. he's like, I got this electronic device that it's you like, can. It's a fucking phone. It's a cell phone. It's a phone. It's like one of those like before, like the military type phones. Yeah. Almost. Like before they had brick phones back in the day, they also had bag phones. Yeah. Like where you'd carry on like a bag and it had the phone in it. And yeah. you pick it up and talk. It was kind of like the military. That's what this was. Yeah. So he gets assurance that she's okay. Yeah. So he's like, all right. Dude, that was that's quite the. Why didn't they just go with that invention? They could have been rich <laughs> off of the fucking cell phone. Exactly. <laughs> Instead, uh, you're trying to make a woman <laughs> out of dead people. <laughs> Fools. Fools. Like, and that's how Motorola started. <laughs> yeah, they started making a dead woman. And they're like, wait a second. Let's wait do phones second. instead. <laughs> people need to talk. Yeah. Yeah, we we made a phone just so this guy could talk to his wife, so he could start this heart up. To make our fucking dead lady alive. Wait a second. Oh, oh, let's, let's go back to the phone. Yeah, yeah. Let's put a pin in the whole uh, raising the dead thing. So now we get to like the main experiment, the right. lightning storm. This is it. Yeah. This is the 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 crux of the whole Frankenstein mythos, right? I mean, this this scene goes on for quite a while, and it There's, is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, turning on all the lab equipment and there's yeah, bunch of burners upstairs and beakers and, and Tesla coils and all sorts of cool shit. Putting kites off yeah. into the fucking wind and there's rain. Dude, and there's all the thunder. shots during that scene are fantastic. And it's edited quick. Yeah. It's like, and bah, the, bah, the lighting, bah, bah. like it just looks awesome. It's like a fucking Michael Bay film. It's like, and we got like some weird like angles, you know, yeah. like they, uh, like wrench her up. Yep. Lightning strikes. The monster wakes up. The monster this time. wakes up, and this is what I don't understand. <laughs> the monster wakes up, and he's like, "Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go throw some people yeah, off the I top of the castle. I haven't killed anybody in a while. <laughs> Carl, what are you doing? <laughs> he 
goes to the top of the castle and he proceeds to kill like the helpers. Yeah. He just, just tosses them off. For no reason. Yeah. I think it was because he killed that woman that it was just the comeuppance for that character. I mean, I guess. yes, but what's the monster's motivation? Yeah, I don't know. They reel the woman back down and uh, she's alive. Alive! Uh, she's got all these bandages on her. Yeah, and they tilt the table up. Yeah. It's a pretty cool shot. Yeah, too. it is. And uh, then they're like, okay, we're going to dress her up. Now they take the bandages off and they put like this like gown on her and stuff. Like, what causes them to do her hair like this, though? Like, the lightning. <laughs> but no, because her hair was, she was all bandaged up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Pretorius is like, you know what we could do? And then make her look really good. You got to tease the hair, make it stand up. It's in this season. Mm hmm. So they, they, and that's cool. We too. see like, her first. Yeah. Like we see the bride and she's like making very twitchy kind of moves. Yeah. She's it's cool. Like just like first looking around, she's kind of like robotic. She's got these cool ass scars. She's beautiful. She's got she's the really hair. Tall. I know I was making fun of the hair, but I like her hair. Hair's awesome. And, um, she's just, She's the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. She's fucking awesome looking. Yeah. And Pretorius even says it like after she like stands up, he goes, the bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And Henry's like, you know, I actually, I'm married <laughs> to someone else. This is not my wife. Not my wife. <laughs> yeah. You might want to like tone that you down. Could, the bride of the monster. Yeah. He's like, and Pretorius is like, well, I thought that's what we were calling the monster yeah, now. Isn't like, that the isn't whole that thing? The thing now? Frankenstein is the name of the monster. And then, the, yeah, the monster wakes up and goes, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Call me Frankenstein. Like, well, oh. yes. Yeah, so the monster does come over. And uh, the monster reaches out to her, and he's excited. Yeah. He's like, friend? Friend? And the bride's like, fuck you. Yeah, and she no screams. And she's terrified of him, and the monster's like, <laughs> she hate me <laughs> like, like others. Oh, God. That's sad. It is sad. Elizabeth comes in, and Henry's like, talking to Elizabeth. Or she's like, she's on the other on the side door. of the door, yeah, trying to get him out of there. And the monster starts going fucking nuts. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. And uh, they're, he's, they're trying to like calm him down, but he gets by this lever. Lever. The lever. <laughs> the lever, not the lever. And he's like, he'll blow us all up with Stand it. Stan Bick. Yeah. Stan Bick. 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 Get Bick. But he's at this lever and he's like, if he pulls that lever, it'll destroy us all. Who the fuck put that there then? I like, know. Oh, he's got this magic lever that blows everything up. But the monster's like, hmm, good idea. And the monster's not stupid now. <laughs> And uh, he goes to, uh, Henry goes to Elizabeth and he's like, I can't leave them. And the monster's like, leave them. Yeah, he's like, go, you, you go. live. Go. Yeah, you deserve to live. Yeah, and he says to Pretorius, you stay. Yeah. We belong dead. Yeah, and we see the bride and Pretorius. The bride like hisses. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> and the monster, and the monster pulls the lever. As he weeps. Yep. And the whole fucking castle blows up. Yep. And Henry and Elizabeth embrace. The end. That's it. That's fucking it. <laughs> the movie's called The Bride of Frankenstein. The She's got, what, two minutes of screen time? Barely. Yeah. Barely two minutes at the very end. So I gave the first Frankenstein movie three and a half. I like the first Frankenstein movie. I really do. And I like this one as well. I'm going to give it the same. Three and um, a half? Yeah, I'm going to give three and a half. I could probably give, give four to both of them combined. As, as like one story, but, yeah. um, you know, actually I'm going to take that back bride of Frankenstein. Although there's some flaws, I'm going to give it a four and I'll tell you why 
I just thought of something. The special effects. We're talking about Pretorius's little people. Right. That's pretty fucking awesome. That last scene where they create the bride is pretty fucking awesome. Um, the music is good. We talked about the soundtrack and everything. Yeah, the score is good for like old, like, I mean, 1935, that score had to be one of the first. Yeah. I mean, like, and really good. Yeah. Um, and the acting was really good. Um, I thought Karloff, you know, there's some cheesy stuff like regarding the monster, like how he can all of a sudden talk like so well and <laughs> like all of a sudden he's intelligent, but maybe that's just because he's been alive longer and his brain is starting to function yeah. better. Right. He's it's not like a, a little kid. So walking thesaurus. Yeah. That was his job when he was the brain, the abnormal brain that they got or whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I really dig this movie. I'll, I'll give it a four. What did I get the first one? Five? Five. Okay. Well, I got to go five. Yeah. So, I'm going five. I like this one more than the first one. I like them both. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I like the scene with the hermit. Like, this one's got a lot more humanity to it and loneliness and yeah. friendship. It really has a lot of emotion, a lot of heart. Unre- unrequited love. What and you it? really feel sorry for the monster. Yeah. yeah. And, the, like, the set pieces are awesome. That whole final scene with the lab and all the camera work and the like the black it look and it works really well in black and white it just looks amazing yeah, this is one of my favorite horror and there's movies. a lot of good humor yeah yeah there's a lot of fun parts yeah exactly it's one of my favorites as far as like classic black and white horror it, it might well be my favorite so it's a five for me so that's a four and a half overall yeah and i would say that this movie definitely watch frankenstein and bride of frankenstein back to back yeah. Um, and it's a after good double feature. I, so I have the the DVD like set yeah. that Universal put out a few years back, and it's got like eight or nine movies all in the. Yeah, DVDs. I think that's what I got. And um, after we were done watching that, I said to my wife, "I go, I want to watch the other ones too." She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I'm down." She's like, "I love those movies," and and they're quick. Yeah, they're, they're not pretty long. short. Yeah, um, they're seventy minutes. So that's about right. That's a good. That's a good amount of time. All right, so we move on from Bride of Frankenstein to Bride of Reanimator. This movie came out, well, February 22nd, 1991 is when it was released, September 8th, 1990 in Toronto Mm. at the film festival. So we'll go with February 22nd, 1991. Number one song, February 22nd, 1991. What do you think? Um, I want to go with Unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Boom. No. No EMF? No. (laughs) <laughs> it was uh, gonna make you sweat. Oh, by CNC Music Factory. Now, yes. By CNC Music Factory. Awesome. Everybody dance now. Gonna make you sweat, baby. Gonna make move. Let the rhythm move you work. Number one movie. Not Bride of Reanimator. In 91? Yeah. Batman Returns. No, I'll give you a hint. It's a horror movie. People under the stairs. <laughs> Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. I don't know. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Ah, shit. People call it a horror movie. Yeah, The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, TV show. This is kind of weird because uh, I did the ninety ninety one season because uh, the TV season doesn't start until the fall, or at least it didn't back then. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the 90, 1990-1991 season. Cheers was oh, okay. the number one TV show. All right. Must have been the last season of Cheers. Had to be towards the end. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's why that it was number like one. around 93-ish, I think. Did it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. Anyway, this movie was written by Woody Keith and Rick Fry. Sounds like a fucking folk duo. 
<laughs> I'm Woody Keith. <laughs> I'm Rick Fry. <laughs> uh, directed by Brian Usna. Usna. Mm-hmm. Music by Richard Band. Richard Band is Charles Band's brother. Yep. Charles Band is the full moon guy. Yep. Fucking <laughs> your ginger fa- dead man your guy. Favorite director. It stars uh, Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West, Bruce Abbott as Dan Kane, both of them being doctors. Sorry. They are reprising their roles from the first uh, mm-hmm. Reanimator movie. We got Claude Earl Jones as Lieutenant Leslie Chapman, uh, Fabiana Udenio as Francesca Denali. She. Austin Powers. Was uh, a, a lot, lot of, of vagina. vagina. <laughs> she was also in the movie Summer School. Uh, okay. If you've yeah. seen that one. I've seen that one. Uh, she was the foreign exchange student. Ah. And uh, we got David Gale as Dr. Uh, Carl back. Hill. His yep. head is back. <laughs> and Kathleen Kinmont as the bride. And Mel Stewart as Dr. Graves. Uh, budget was $2.5 million. I don't have box office for it. <laughs> bride of Reanimator. Have you seen Reanimator? Yeah. Right? We've seen Me? it. Yeah, we reviewed it. <laughs> it was like, never seen it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I showed Wikipedia on, uh, when we recorded that episode. <laughs> no, that movie is uh, about uh, this guy who invents this serum. Yeah, reagent. That can bring dead cells back to life. Yep. That's this Herbert West. Uh, there was a Stuart Gordon movie, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft story. You got it, right? Yep. Um, I should say that this is also based off of that lo- same Lovecraft like story. Right. This is just a sequel to that. <laughs> this is just the the yeah. It just picks up eight, months, eight later. months later. Yeah, and ten thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Doctor West and Doctor Kane are they're like buddies, and they're like working as medics in the middle of this war in Peru. Peru. I, this scene was weird. It, There's it, a lot it, of logic problems in all of this too. Yeah. Like this movie, I, I it doesn't. The scene also didn't really need to be in the movie because it didn't really add anything. No. No. It just shows them... Experimenting, I guess. Like with wounded soldiers. Yeah. And West like still has his fucking serum and he's still injecting it to them and then they become zombies and then he has to kill them. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, when are you going to learn, dude? Yeah. Give it up. They survived. Like, yeah, their their tent the, gets attacked or something. They have the, to like, get out of there. But at the end of Reanimator, wasn't it kind of like West died? Like the whole thing blew up. I don't remember. And it was like you're led to believe that West died, but somehow he survives. And him and Doctor Kane like just run away to Peru <laughs> and become medics. Go with me. Yeah, but everybody knows that they're alive, but yet they're not going to like arrest them for being all this shitheads. Yeah, where they're going to put one cop <laughs> on the case. Yeah. And like, and this cop who is the lieutenant detective guy that is investigating whatever's going on, he's going around. Um, he's got uh, Doctor Hill's head, and <laughs> yeah. he brings it Eventually, back to this yeah. Doctor Graves guy, and he like shows it to him, and uh, he's like, "Where's all the other body parts?" And he's like, "Everything was that." that blew up is all here. Yeah. It was all stored and they got this refrigerator full of body parts. Even's got uh, Barbara Crampton's heart. Mm -hmm. Um, whatever her name was, Megan, Meg. Yeah. It's got her heart in there and stuff. So regardless, West and Kane come back home and, uh, they kind of get their former jobs back, I guess. Yeah. They're back at the same place. Like that Miskatonic. Yeah. Yeah. Institute or whatever it's called. 
and uh, they're in. They live in this house next to a fucking cemetery. <laughs> it used to be a mortuary or something. I guess, this it's, house. It's convenient. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it shares a wall with the underground like crypt. Crypt. Yeah. And uh, Herbert West, like knocks out the wall and climbs back and forth through it like he's like easy hmm. access yeah yeah and kane's like why why the fuck are you doing this and kane's very much like a he's like the role of dr frankenstein in the bride of frankenstein yeah he's regretful so he we, wants to be done with all that if we really do want to compare the movies i mean they're, they're very similar in the sense that west is more of the pretorius character yeah definitely and uh kane is more of the dr frankenstein character Although Kane's not married, you know, uh, and and his, he's heartbroken. He is heartbroken, but um, West is always like, "You got to do this. You got to do this." But West is also always doing these weird ass fucking experiments. Like he takes a fucking f- like four fingers <laughs> and like an eyeball and an eyeball, and he puts the reagent on it, and it all melds together and forms this like little fucking creature. Yeah, because he figures out that there's a way that it, you can reanimate just parts. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, a whole person. Yeah. And so... And Dan's got, like, a terminally ill patient at the hospital named Gloria. And yeah. Herbert kind of hints, like, she's going to die, man. She could, like, she could be useful. Yeah. Dan's like, no, I don't want, I don't want that. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. Graves, who has Dr. Hill's head... Yeah, uh, he's, like, a colleague at the... At the university or the hospital or whatever. He shoots up the head. He gets some of the reagent and he shoots up the head and the head comes back to life and starts talking again. And the head's like, I want to kill West and Kane. <laughs> and uh, Graves is like, uh, uh, no, but he decides to, I guess. I don't know. He, he helps him, but then he regrets it later. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad idea. Reanimating this head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, Dr. Graves also like reanimates a bat. Oh, yeah. The bat like attacks him. He yeah. cuts off its wings, but it's still oh. alive. It was gross. Yeah, that was gross. Chapham has a beef with uh, West and Kane also because his wife was reanimated. Yeah. And she becomes a zombie and he blames them. But we learn later on that he killed his wife. Right. Because he was a woman beater. He like bludgeoned her. But then she comes back to life and he blames them for her coming back to life. So not even for her death, for her life. <laughs> and we learned that there's like some zombies that from the first one that are still around. Yeah. And they're like in a hospital. Yep. But they're they're dead. But nobody investigates uh, Herbert West for yeah. some reason. The detective comes down into the basement and like breaks his way down into West's basement where he has his laboratory. And he's going to, like, discover all of his shit. And West and him start getting into a fight, to which West covers his mouth with some kind of... Like a chloroform or something that he made that, like, kills instantly so it keeps all the organs fresh. Makes it look like it's a heart attack. Yeah. But then West is like, uh, well, I'll just bring him back to life. And he, like, shoots him up with the, with the fucking reagent. Yeah, because he wants to test it on him first because, like, he tells Dan, like, do you want the first time we do this to be on Meg's heart? Or would you rather, like, have... An experiment first to make sure it actually works so her heart's not wasted. Yeah. And so he's like, fine. So he brings it back. The cane is like the easiest. He's easily convinced. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh, this is the worst idea. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Let's do that. But yeah, as soon as he reanimates uh, the detective, he just goes ape shit. Yeah. And then he fucking 
the detective, the zombie detective hightails it out of there. Yeah, and he locks them in the basement. Um, he kills Francesca's dog. Like rips the dog's arm off. Yeah. We should say Francesca's like... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she worked with him in Peru. Yeah. And she's kind of sweet on Dan, and they're kind of... Well, they're kind of sweet on each other. Yeah, they he, bang, he banged her. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly before this scene, I think. Yeah. And she came over and she was going to make him dinner. And yeah. She had like a whole bag of like groceries. And that's like a thing in movies I've yeah. always noticed. Like, have you ever had a per- like a woman come over and be like, I'm going to cook you dinner tonight with a bag of stuff like while you're dating? Um, I've never had that. <laughs> well, I don't think that's real. Okay. When, <laughs> when I was uh, dating my wife... She did it? Um, no, I brought stuff over to her house. Oh, that's because you're very sweet. And we made... I M- Made love. <laughs> we made... Uh, we... I think we made... Um, I made spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, I made Italian food. I made a paschetti for you. <laughs> I opened a can of uh, 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 Chef Boyardee. I got the ragu. <laughs> I took out the prego yeah. and I put it in the, the saucepan. No, we made like... I made like homemade like uh, sauce and... Yeah, did you get one of those crank things for the noodles? No, I didn't make homemade noodles. I just (laughs) bought those. So I did that. Yeah. There you go. We've done that. It's like one of the only things I can cook is spaghetti because it's so easy. Yeah. But but it's like you go there and you're but like, did you have a paper bag with like a baguette hanging out yeah, of it? You had the whole the thing. Whole- <laughs> wow. Could you sing in Italian? <laughs> yeah. Oh, son of me. Oh. oh, but I brought ingredients over and we cooked. There you go. See, it happens. I guess. Jeez. Just because oh. you don't know how to you woo. But yeah, but I was talking about a woman coming over and cooking for me. I've never had that. I've cooked. I've cooked for people before. So, I'm very, I'm so, very, so who cares you what and the I gender? Very ro- we're very romantic. Yeah, but who cares what gender it Sometimes is? Sometimes I want to be wine and dine too, Brett. <laughs> I'm going to be wine and dined, but mostly a sixty-nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, know, is no, like I'm, we already tried that. It didn't work. <laughs> um, my, uh, I'm sure my wife, when we were dating, c- cooked for me. Okay. She probably came over. I don't know. It's hard to remember. I remember that one time only because I remember that one time. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying like come over with the bag and all that. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, uh, you stay right there. I know my way around the kitchen. I'll take care of everything. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. It's like one of those movie things. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what the fuck happens? In this uh, Herbert movie? brings the dog back to life. Oh, he but, puts- it, but he puts a human arm for a leg. Cause yeah. the, the guy ripped the dog's leg off. Yeah. Back at the hospital, Gloria, uh, the the terminally ill patient, she flatlines, blood like squirts everywhere because they cut her open for some reason. Well, they're massaging her heart. Is that what they were doing? I was like, why are they opening her up? Like, get West the, was going to massage her heart. Get the paddles to, out <laughs> to bring her back. But yeah, they did get the paddles out first, okay. and they didn't work. So West was like, cut her, cut open, her open, and he starts massaging her heart, and then he's like, I'm calling it. Blood was everywhere. It's really that really wasn't the best thing to do. No, but Herbert <laughs> takes her her head home. <laughs> yeah, the detective gets like summoned by Hill's head because <laughs> yeah, Hill's apparently got like psychic abilities to communicate with the dead. I guess. Yeah. So he summons the detective to be like his um, his body. muscle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he carries him around like in the first movie where his like body carried him around. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the detective who's doing that and um this is also like where some shit happens um and they uh (laughs) 
they make Dr. Graves so bat wings onto, <laughs> yeah, the, onto head. the head. We don't see it until later, but that's what happens. Yeah. At first it's just insinuated. Yes. He, he just like says scalpel. It's like, Oh, they're doing some sort of surgery on him. Yeah. So they sew those bat wings from that <laughs> bat that uh, Graves brought back onto the side of this dude's head. And then, um, Francesca's kind of like weirded out by this whole thing, uh, because she's like, Kane, you're fucking insane. Um, you're, you guys are nuts. I don't know. She's like weirded out. Yeah. But, um, but she's always kind of like in the background and she's kind of like seeing what's going on. He, uh, West and, uh, Kane are back at the, um, back at their house in their laboratory and they bring this fucking, it's, it's like I said, it's very much like Bride of Frankenstein. Like they bringing her to life. Yeah. They put Meg's heart in. Yeah. But it's not, it's just uh, Gloria's head, and then just a bunch of random body parts. It's like Frankenhooker. Yeah, and he's like saying, like Meg, we can basically bring her back to life, and you'll have your girlfriend again. But it's like she won't look the same. It's just her heart, and, and she's hideous. <laughs> like I mean, she's stitched together of yeah. different like, body just different parts. body parts of. Yeah, just he a, goes through where all the body mess. parts came from too. He's like the legs of a ballerina or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember all of it. But. Yeah, but it's weird. And some Dan at this point is still like, yeah, I'll bang this this dead person. <laughs> uh, West, uh, a package arrives. And West opens it up, and it's fucking <laughs> Hill's head with bat wings flying and it around. Just flies out, and. Um, yeah, when that happened, I was like, oh, shit. Then all these zombies, like, <laughs> break into the house. All those, like... Uh, the ones that the that the doctor summoned. Yeah. Including the cop's wife. Yep. And um, West goes back down to the basement, and uh, the bride comes alive. Yeah. And Francesca, she escapes, and she's in the house, I think, at this point. Yeah. And... Um, and when the bride wakes up, it's very much like Bride of Frankenstein. She's got the twitchy movements. Yeah, she's It's a really similar scene. And then Kane like starts falling for her right away. And then Francesca comes on and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like, I'm going to bang this dead lady. And then she's like, no, you're not. And then he's like, oh yeah. Yes, huh? <laughs> he's like, wait a second. No, I'm not. And then he like realizes that, that it's not Meg. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a fucking reanimated yeah, corpse. So long. <laughs> yeah. Um, the yeah. He, he flips on her immediately. Cause like at first he's like, Oh wow, this is, this is yeah. really great. And then yeah, the bride and Francesca fight and then Dan winds up uh, defending Francesca. Yep. And so then the bride's like, what do you want from me? And then she, rip- and he's like, you're not Meg. And she's like, well, no shit. And then she rips out the heart that's inside of her. Yeah. And, um, and it, like falls apart and then starts falling apart. <laughs> and West is like, Oh, it was, uh, <laughs> The, the tissues must have rejected like yeah the parts must rejected have, the organs or whatever rejected yeah. the harder it's like something. i don't know maybe your work is just shoddy yeah maybe <laughs> knock it off and the bat head i think enters at this point they go into this they go into the crypt yeah through the wall and uh all the zombies are coming in on them and um but, but west we discover has all of his prior test subjects in there so he has like creations that he's made it like there's somebody who's like half front is sewn onto the another person's front yeah he did some weird shit <laughs> it's like yeah really weird like creatures creations <laughs> and they're all in there and they're all attacking them and uh the crypt starts falling apart yeah. like it's gonna cave in also on why like why did that happen i don't know <laughs> kane and francesca get out but hill is stuck in there and uh so is west 
Yeah, and it like crumbles on both of them. And the, all the zombies and um, Meg's heart and the bride and everybody like just die. Yeah, the bat head like laughs and we see the heart like stop beating. And that's the end. And that's the end. What do you think of this movie? It was okay. Um, I mean, it's nowhere near as good I mean, as I the think, first one. I think we can tell by the way we were just talking about it, like just describing it, that we were... I. I wasn't into this movie at all. No, like, see, I didn't hate it. It was I, I didn't I didn't hate it, but as I was watching it, I was just like, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it just felt like a rehash of everything I had seen in the first one. And the first one was better. The first one was funnier. Yeah, I gave it a two and a half. It was okay. Yeah, see, I'd probably give it a one and a half. Ooh, because it's just it, it was just unnecessary. I I like Jeffrey Combs' character. Don't get me wrong. I think he's he makes the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, he's very good. But the rest of the people, like, I don't care. Kane is a is a wuss. His relationship with Francesca is so forced. And it's kind of like, oh, uh, I know we met in Peru. I'm going to make you this dinner. Oh, she's going to make it for him, Brett. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking as her. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I know we met in Peru. I come to visit you. Uh, see how you're doing. I'm going to make you this dinner. We're going to fuck. And then I'm going to get pissed <laughs> off at you. Because you and your friend are insane, but then I'm going to come save you again. Yeah. It's like, it's such a forced relationship. And then also, also the subplot of the, um, the patient that he's kind of like in love with or whatever. It was kind of weird. Yeah. A bizarre love triangle. Yeah. I thought the gore and some of the visual gags were pretty cool. Yeah. I thought those were cool. And then the whole Dr. Hill with the bat wings was just stupid. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I was just so over the top and just zany. It was definitely over the top. Yeah. It was definitely over the top. But the detective character, he's kind of lame. I hated him. Yeah, I didn't like him uh, either. Dr. Graves, I thought and, his character was cool. I would have liked to see more of that doctor. Yeah, and there's a lot of logic problems. I mean, we're talking about a movie about reanimated corpses, but there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, like, why aren't there police... Like, are there police people like involved? <laughs> shouldn't other people be investigating this or maybe the detective was just doing it on his own are the hospital people like why are these zombies yeah yeah and why why did west and kane get their jobs back yeah like how did they get deployed to peru yeah and and what what are their credentials yeah (laughs) it's just it's just it's just out there yeah it's it's i mean i'm glad i saw it but it's not one i plan to revisit no not at all not at all. So that gives it a two overall. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. If you agree with us on any of these bride movies, uh, you should contact. Well, even if you disagree with us, you should contact us. Yeah, reach out I- to us. Social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and the Slasher app as the Swearwolves. Uh, we are on Instagram as the Swearwolves podcast. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm going to go make David some spaghetti while he stands at the top of the stairs. (laughs) Yep.
Ooh. God damn, that oh, sounded good. Oh, that's my neck. I said, God damn. 